Hello, hello. Welcome to Ashlyn Podcast. Or tonight, it's going to be the Ashlyn Decision Desk. This is Andre, Lisa, and Ian. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing really good. Are we saying decision? I don't know that that's a good word to call our desk. I don't think that... We're, we're a something desk. We're an indecision desk. I think we're the fuck shit desk for right now. <laughs> yeah. But it's it looks so much better on the merch if we say the Ashlyn Decision Desk, don't you think? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, merch coming soon. Um. So we're recording this Friday, November 6th. This was incredibly last minute. We decided to do this. Right. Um, and at this point, we still do not know who the winner of this election is, mm-hmm. although it's heavily leaning towards Biden. Just so everyone knows where I'm at, I've got Twitter open, which has been anything that happens, I get straight from Twitter. I got the Electoral College map open, and I got an ABC News live stream playing into my ear. So if anything big happens while we're on you know, the air recording then you guys will be the first to know. Although I'm realizing now that even when we release this, they'll probably already know. Right. So it's more our reaction. It's just than, for us. Yeah. Like you're our gay Steve Karnacki. Well, I don't want to speak for, for Karnacki. He might he might be gay. Or you're like our our young John King, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a backstory with him. We'll get to him in a minute. My part is I'm eating tabbouleh and I'm drunk. No, I'm not even drinking tonight. I couldn't <laughs> even handle it. Um. We have MSNBC across from us. I'm just going to rely on you. Uh, I'm just going to sit here and like draft off of what you're saying because um, I don't know anymore. I, I have to say I've earned m- the right to sit here with my feet up a little bit. In 2000, in this glorious country, I was stringing for CNN. I had worked for CNN, and then I went with my first husband away from CNN. We moved to a, Chicago, and then we got drafted in to do the election story. And I was standing there with John King on the riser, the rickety-ass riser in Nashville when uh, – is there tabbouleh on my teeth? It doesn't matter. Um, four people will watch this on YouTube and probably all of us. So we're, we're I'm running election results to John King, and that's when that wanky thing happened where they called Bush – the winner, and we're all going, I'm sorry, what happened? Who's a winner? There was like 400, oh. 500 news outlets standing there. So what would ensue was like 48, 50 days of being, of being on the road of chasing that story from Nashville to West Palm Beach to ultimately Tallahassee to the Supreme Court and the famous hanging Chad stuff. So I feel mm-hmm. like John King hasn't aged a day. He is drinking baby's blood or something. Uh, and it's so trippy just to see him kind of standing here being the king of this still and just what a, what a minch too. John has always been a lovely guy. I'm sure he still is a lovely guy. And the one thing I can say about John, to spill the tea on him, he can sleep anywhere. He can sleep standing up. I've seen it happen. And he's unflappable. Yeah, I, I, I'm, you know, my heart goes out to these um, people doing this because I saw some tweet on Twitter that was like, I, this this guy on CNN has just been here for twenty hour twenty four hours straight has not eaten sleeping he's just hypothetically talking about the election in front of yeah. the map and it's it's been wild I have been on such an emotional roller coaster these past couple of days I can honestly say like I want to talk about where where we were at mentally on Tuesday because it wasn't looking good at first. And I was trying, I was not, I was trying not to doom scroll. I wasn't watching any news. I was just mainly playing card games with my dad. Um, So, but I was like, you know, kind of checking the Google, the AP electoral college map every once in a while. And yeah, by the end of the night, I was like, oh, fuck. But like, I kind of like prepared because we have said on the podcast before, like, 
of another four years of Trump was a likely possibility. Like it was never like out of the question. Sure. You know, so I already had kind of like mentally prepared myself for that possibility. I also prepared myself for the possibility that we would not know on election night because literally everyone was telling us we're not going to know on Tuesday night. And he was telling us he was going to fight it and he was going to fuck with it. And he fucked with the post office and he's been gerrymandering out in the open, open more than they normally do. Like fuck shit was a fit. Yeah. Yeah, of course. It was only yesterday where I allowed myself to be a little more optimistic about things. And I think that's when um, Nevada was leading a little more and the the numbers in PA were getting close. And then, you know, we woke up this morning and where we flipped Pennsylvania and Georgia, which is huge, especially for Georgia, which I believe the last time it flipped blue was in 92 for Bill Clinton. Um, so... It's it's kind of, where where were you guys at on on election night? I think you said you went to sleep at some point very early on. We went we went to bed at eight thirty. I don't know what was happening. There's a lot of personal shit that's gone on recently that's been sitting on the both of us. On top of us all being in the pandemic mode, on top of the shit that we're all barely you know that we're barely handling all of us collectively. So that kind of mm-hmm. took me all the way down to the ground. I'm not a spring chicken anymore emotionally. I can't handle a lot of shit. That's why I don't produce anymore. But I got a real uh, close-up look of my own mortality recently when I had, you know, just a bunch of waves of feelings of things that I needed to resolve. So so Tuesday, was it yesterday? Two, what's On the, election, what yesterday was Wednesday. Yeah. No, yesterday, no was yesterday was Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> Every day's a month long. Yeah. So yeah. on election day, I feel like we were both resigned. We had not watched television for a long time, like politics for a long time. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it'll be what it's gonna be. Yeah, we didn't, mm-hmm. we didn't watch, we didn't turn TV on until six o'clock. And then we could only the take part. like an hour and a half of it. And I said, fuck it. We went to bed at at eight thirty, and then I popped up at ten thirty. Yeah. And I just sat there with my phone in my hand until the sun came up. And the set, the sense of doom was setting in. And I'm like, I thought I had prepared myself for Trump winning. And then the roller coaster began for me. Same roller coaster you're on. I was just two rows behind you going, <laughs> fuck, this many people yeah. voted for fucking Trump? Oh, my God. Mm. And you'd think I would know better because I grew up in the remnants of the Jim Crow South that I would understand that. But I'm sitting here going, I'm sorry, what the fuck? I was so focused on the fact that millions and millions and millions of people have openly willfully accepted racism and fascism and just lies like I don't even have a college education and I was raised by wolves and I can discern bullshit from reality coming from the left coming from the middle coming from the green party and coming from my neighbors with no teeth and who are sister fuckers so I'm sitting here going my mind can't process one thing or the other so by Wednesday and Ian had worked that day. It's typical. Last year, like I know, right? The day after la- in 2016, I was working the following day exactly. of the election. And I was laying in the house just going, oh. November 4th. Right. Yeah. So I, st- I had a low-level panic attack on Wednesday. I felt kind of foolish because I'm like, this is not about the presidential election. There was p- other personal shit going on Right. that compounded. And I'm like, either I have food poisoning or... Or I'm having a stroke or I'm having a heart attack. And then my body was just like, no, 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 you're having a panic attack. Stay on the couch and barnacle there. And I just, I had to shut off the news. You know, we have 9,000 TVs in the house. Yes. 
So yes. I, I just put on Schitt's Creek and turned off all the other TVs and the That's news. Right. You were watching. You were watching Schitt's Creek when I, I got Schitt's home. Started Schitt's Creek. It was my. It was my comfortable place. It was my whoopee. And I literally felt like I was going to fly off the edge of the world. I don't know how every anybody else's panic attacks are, but I feel like mm-hmm. gravity doesn't work for me. And I feel like if I take a step the wrong way, I'm just going to blow away in the wind. So I was just laying on the couch like I didn't know what to eat or do. Should I snore? You know, should I take a nap and, you know, snore through this? And I just sort of la- just laid there for like hours until Ian came home, just kind of hugging the couch. And then it kind of unfurled in knots when I started seeing hope on the horizon. I started calming yeah. down. And now I'm in a place of I can deal i think if trump won at this point i would probably lose my fucking mind i want to be honest yeah then that's why i'm cautiously cautiously optimistic i think it's just this year i was just fully expecting it for everything to go in the shitter right i would you know it was par for the course but i mean you know if biden pulls the win i swear i'll take everything bad i said back about the 2020 writer's room that really is set up an emotional payoff that is <laughs> that is some some one-on-one writing but yeah, I don't know. And I think a lot of people were like that. A lot of people were pessimistic about the, about the outlook. And that having said that, I knew that whatever the results were, that Biden would get the popular vote. Sure. Whatever the results were. That felt like I did not know thing. that the margin of that popular vote would be that close. Although, you know, he's broken a record, like 73 million votes. That's the highest we've ever had in, in the history of this country. Well, and then, but um, but Trump the, has the gotten the second highest, though. By Obama. Yeah, but Trump uh, has got the second highest. Trump has the second He's highest the second now. Highest, yeah. No. yeah, that's true. I think a lot of so, people, when they said get out and vote, a lot of people fucking did by no. the millions. I know, and when Instagram and Facebook and every single website that we we um, trafficked in the last couple of months said go and vote, I, I guess that worked because a lot of fucking people vote, and it's why it's taking a while to finally count all the uh, count all of those votes. Um, but yeah, I, I allowed myself yesterday. It's it's hard because I was also at work and I like downloaded a bunch of uh, downloaded CNN, MSNBC, uh, ABC so I can get alerts on my iWatch because I can't technically be on my phone during work. But, yeah. you know, it, it looks like I'm just checking the time if I get the alerts. <laughs> so I, I was like constantly like refreshing, refreshing my <laughs> my. Well, you just really want to know Apple what time watch. it is today, Andre, like, don't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, I keep forgetting. And then, you know, I go to bathroom breaks and then I'm in there for 35 minutes um, and people think I have colitis. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, I'm not doing cocaine. I just want to know what's happening with our U.S. election. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like everything else in this year, you know, I wish I, I you know, I remember when times were precedented, but everything in this year has been unprecedented. And it's it's like exhilarating and exciting and nerve wracking and but I don't know. Again, I'm I'm very I'm very optimistic about the whole thing. What's not shocking is Trump's response to all of this. Of course, <laughs> he is yeah. flailing and trying everything he can to delegitimize this election. And I gotta say, from what I have seen from the coverage and from just what what has been coming in, like just video of the polls, this is the most above board election we have ever had. This is the yeah. most secure, airtight election that we have had. And I think it is that way because a lot of people were expecting that this is the way it was going to go. And so, like, we cannot give him any any ammunition. Um, 
And I think it was it was uh, NBC that cut away from Trump's press speech press yeah. speech the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, he said something about illegal votes, and then the anchor come and he's like, "Well, we find ourselves in the unusual position of not only interrupting the president but correcting the president." Right. And they just cut away from the speech. And I'm I just like, want yeah, I wish, yeah. but I, I'm saying I'm ref, ref, going to echo what a lot of people have already said, and I said it before I saw it. Anybody else say it? I didn't invent it, but this is the thought I had. Two things. Trump is like that uh, abusive boyfriend. He's He always tells you what he's about to do. He tells you he's going to sock you in the eye. He socks you in the eye. Um, people, I think this country collectively has a confidence in themselves problem. I think we all have insecurity issues because we think this is the kind of guy that we deserve. And needed an old-ass, half-dead white man to have to go and take him on. That's a sad state of affairs. Yeah, it's very positive. A lot of people got out in the street to to fight. But it also tells us this country is more divided than when we started with Trump. And Trumpism is not going away. Um, I think even yeah. from prison, Trump will manage to get his message out. So I think that's now, that has been allowed, enabled, and that's in the streets. So while I'm going to celebrate a, a not having to look at this fucktard on TV every day, he's not going anywhere. His people are in the streets and they're going to mm-hmm. be emboldened. I don't think we're going to go for a civil war, but I think um, this is America is a teenage country. And it's going into its 20s now. And it's yeah. going to have to fucking be an adult and realize who it is because I don't think 2020 is going anywhere. I think we are going to be carrying the DNA of 2020 with us going forward. 2021 is going to be just as weird and wacky in its own way. I feel like we all mm-hmm. are going through something together. And I think mm-hmm. that all of these people who are believing this propaganda and this lies and this bullshit and the Republican friends of mine who are mourning the death of their party are all going to have to have some big cathartic moment. And I'm not hating on Trump supporters today. I'm trying to understand how y'all got to this place that you got to and why you double and triple and quadruple down on just nonsense and misinformation is it as simple as it's just easy because it's lazy to believe this bullshit? Did you, do you need to feel important? I think fundamentally this comes down to people not having a lot of self-worth. Yeah. Um, don't you feel like yeah. that's what it is? It's Sorry, the, real, yeah. real yeah. quick. They just got new Nevada numbers. He okay. is um, up by 20,000 votes now. In Nevada? There's two he's. In Nevada. Are you talking about Biden? Breaking news, breaking news. Yeah, Bi- Biden, Biden is up 20,000 in Nevada. I Nevada. think there's also just a basically it's Nevada. Don't say Nevada to somebody from Nevada. 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 Um, <laughs> I think, you know, if but but I will say one thing that happened on the night that Trump was elected in 2016 is I had all these friends, you know, talking shit about we need to contest it and blah, blah, blah. And having gone through 2000 and following politics since I was a kid, I was like, no, take the L. You know, yeah, I saw it. Also, Trump's sorry, a, not Nevada, Arizona. Continue. OK. I, I saw a Trump supporter say that in Philly today. He said, look, if we count the votes and the man lost, he should take the L. I agree with that. I do believe in our democracy. It's, yeah. it's full of pit, pitfalls and holes. But if they call this, if this ends up getting called for Trump again, I mean, he legitimately won it. I think misinformation was key yeah. in King. But all these people who are standing up to Trump right now, I got a problem with all y'all, even on the left. Where y'all been at? Yeah. Where you been yeah. at? You had, All of a sudden, you had impeachment, you know. Yeah, you're lobbing grenades as you run out the fucking yeah. door. Come Fuck you. Where Come y'all been? Now. Y'all should have been dropping and cutting away from this man's misinformation 
since the first week of his presidency. Yeah. Not one ball between y'all. So yeah. as much as I'm celebrating what these tireless people are doing, I'm also like, y'all just sit up here just on your perches, left, right, center, and just uh, all it is just a screaming match. So yes, <clears throat> the biggest thing Th- that I see going on is, first of all, y'all need to nut up or clit up or non-binary up and like <laughs> and own your shit. And then secondly, I hope Biden's paying attention. This is more people that were again Hillary, yeah, who voted, yeah. So yeah. you can't have some crazy socialistic, fucking progressive pink pussy hat train you have got to come to the center of this country well that that's what i was gonna say as i'm watching these results come in and seeing how i mean there's been a lot of discourse about how actually it's not close but the media is making it look like it's close it's not close but it's not close it's like four million five million difference in votes right Uh, yeah but the thing is like yeah i'm watching this and i'm like as much as I agreed with Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders' policies, they could not have won it for us. We no. would have gotten smeared all over the yeah. sidewalk. Yeah. We would have gotten smeared. I think the fact that that Biden is, frankly, an unassuming candidate in a lot of different ways, even though he is very supportive of, of much of the Democratic platform's policies, I think the the way the... The way he is is able to come, I think what got people is when he said in the debate, I'm not a Democratic president. I'm not a Republican president. I'm an American president. I want to reach out to everyone and help everyone. And that's the exact opposite of what Trump, I mean, Trump, you know, if if a, if a state is blue, he's not going to help him. He doesn't care. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not about, and I think people have finally, were like, I think coronavirus was the very last straw for some people. Mm. I think it finally woke some people up and there was a thing on Twitter also that the, the voter registration shot up in, in democratic, uh, democratic voter registration after the George Floyd incident. Yes. Which I think is amazing. But yeah, this is, I, I weirdly enough, I think Biden is, is and was the perfect person to get us across this finish line. Yeah. And I completely agree. The buck does not stop there. There's still a lot of fucking work. If Mitch, keeps control of the Senate, we're not going to get a whole lot done. And that's just the, that's just the end of it. Although I did see, I did see Bernie on ABC say they asked him, you know, can Biden get anything realistically done if there's a, a Republican Senate and Bernie just straight up says, well, as we've seen in the past four years, the power of the executive order has been exercised quite a lot. So I would encourage Joe to do the same. Right. And I'm like, well, if it has to come to that, you know, so I don't know. It, the Senate did not look uh, remotely close in the first couple of days. Now it's 48, 48. It's crazy. So yeah. it could go, it could go 50, 50, 50 and Kamala would be the, the tiebreaker on, on any bills. But yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. There's gotta but, be, but there's don't you be, find it odd though that, I mean, when there was 20, what 20 plus f- Democrats in the field, and, and they were still more gaining, jumping into the race. Republicans and Trump thought it was that it was already going to be Biden so much that they were willing to, to you know, get impeached over it. So it was always going to be Biden. Yeah, you know, I felt like I, I felt like uh, that a long time ago uh, when Kamala Kamala disappeared 
Yeah, and that was a little curious you too. You and I, I had mean, a conversation. It's like that's two, odd. a handful of days after that. I said that just seems bizarre. It's like five minutes earlier she got in the race with the biggest splash of any of the contestants, mm-hmm. and then and Biden was just quiet all the way until South Carolina, and then all of a sudden South Carolina turns around, turns everything around. Mm. It's like they knew they knew what was up. I want to emphasize though very strongly the point that Trumpism, fascism this embracing of this it has to be analyzed it has to be accounted for um i think it's i come from a place that was decimated by reagan's uh trickle down economics actually dick taney and carl rove's trickle down economics he just was the the face the face of the dog that was getting fucked but um in modern history we haven't had a coming together we haven't we've had you know, the popular president versus the hayseed, then the outsider versus that. There's always these versus things. It was 9-11 was the last time I think this country came together. And it was only for a little bit. Yeah. And then they, they immediately, each other apart. on a Friday, sort of passing the Patriot Act, which yeah. stripped down all of our rights as citizens. Yeah. But I would really like to see a guy step past the fucking rhetoric and literally give something to to both sides of this and show people that there yeah. is a middle ground yeah. I want that for this country. This divisiveness bef- that we have is not is going to tear us the but fuck before apart. That, yeah, before that happens, though, the Republican Party needs to find its identity again. The, I, I agree. Because the their silence right now is like very deafening as the president is is trying to throw this whole election into 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 question. Absolutely. Like, yeah, the, it needs to be. There needs to be a coming to, and there needs to be accountability. There needs to be. I agree. Hey, you were quiet when all of this was happening. That's right. Like, there's a there's a void in that whole you know that whole system. I mean, people are leaving the church in droves, right? Yeah. So the whole the whole the whole pipeline to that that whole Republican Party is it's it only the weirdos are getting pumped into it. Well, I mean, rational you know, you, people are you, leaving. The rumor of Tucker, Tucker uh, Carlson running for president in 2024. I don't laugh at anything like that. That's terrifying. The fact that that party yeah. is being gutted by these just extremist, extremist. crazy motherfuckers yeah. is not yeah. good for this country. It's not good for the grand old party. And the Democrats, even within the Democrats, they're scared to death of AOC and Nilhan and Ayana and all those people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that you can have tempered voices in those progressive movements. And you can also have people realize we need to just once and for all not let let gay marriage and women's right to abortion and all these other issues be threatened ever again in this country. We just need to call it a day and say, that's it. That's who we are. Stop fucking with it. Yeah. And then, right. on the other hand, you get your tax breaks and blah, 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 blah. But you're right. Culpability all day long. But also, this country pretty much is out of work. Yeah. What little work we had after all the fuckery that's happened over the years is now gone. So, Joe, like, you know, like Barack, he's inheriting just the worst possible scenario. But it was the Republicans yeah. who sold all the jobs away. Yeah. It was, th- they, up. they did it to themselves. They and, did it to the rest of the country. Some Democrats are also helping that shit, too. Yeah. I just, I'm so yeah, sick, of, the, I'm sick the, of both parties, but I'm a lot more sick of the fucking Republicans because y'all went Nazi, dude. Yeah. Y'all went straight up fucking Nazi. 546 uh, kids ain't going to see their parents. What the yeah. fuck? You know, we got we still got a pandemic going on. People yeah. still, whether you believe in it or not, it's murdering the shit out of people. This virus is killing people. It, they, they just went back into lockdown in the UK. 
Yeah. A hundred thousand in a day. Yeah. I mean, it's like I want to dance in the street with this win, but it's going to be weird kind of nervous dancing. <laughs> and and Real awkward. fidgety dancing. Yeah, it's going to be very strange. Can we just also just say one last time uh, on this podcast, because uh, we got a, an announcement coming up at the end of the podcast, that polls ain't shit. Y'all got to stop watching polls. You got to stop yes. listening to polls. Polls are 300 people, 1,000 people, 500 people, four people. They ain't, they've never called me. I don't know anybody who's ever been polled. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Stop listening to 538 or 1548 or whatever the fucking site is. These news pundits don't know shit. And that's why we turned it off about six months ago. Yeah. We were like, y'all don't know what the fuck's going to happen. And I don't think anybody knew this was going to happen. I don't think people know what's going to no. happen until they get in that voting booth. Nope. Or if I'm yeah. going to actually vote. And I, how many of my friends, I got in the voting booth and I couldn't do it. I got there and I stared at the name on the piece of paper and I clicked Kanye West. By the way, where are you? Where are you people who voted for fucking Kanye West? What the fuck is wrong with you? He wasn't even I running for where, like, president. I where the reason the bat is taking so long that Kanye has actually won and they're trying to find out a way to tell us. Exactly. <laughs> Our democracy yeah, I mean, is not a joke. It works. <clears throat> but it also yeah. can be torn apart. And y'all talk about Venezuela and all this other shit. Your parents are refugees from a country that got torn apart. Y'all don't want none of this. You know, it's bad in America right now. But that's what I'm saying I, about this election. We got to, I don't know. We, I want to see this country come together. I think the, the, I think the people that are anxious about all of these like lawsuits and, and ways the Trump administration is trying to try to illegitimize this election. I think it's safe to say that a lot of these are not going to hold water and I know that in the past that tactic has worked, but this is a fucking election. Mm. This is a whole different level in terms of our democracy and the way our country works. And those things are not going to hold water. Also, I mean, the Electoral College has to vote by December 14th. We know that much. So those lawsuits need to be done and over with by then. Right. Or else we will not have. But either way, Trump is going to be out by January 20th. We know that much. If Biden is declared the winner. Um, we're seeing a lot of different timelines for when we will know officially or like when all of the votes will be counted, which is not always the same date. Uh, a lot of people are saying all the votes will not be counted until either this Sunday or November 12th. We might know, we might have a good, more than good, strong feeling about who wins, but all the votes will not be counted for at least a week yeah. at this point. I agree. Do you think it's, it's still going to be Pennsylvania though that puts them over the edge? I mean, I guess my question at this point is, are they making so sure because they know how Trump is not going to go? He, he's going to need to have the receipts. Even though he won't look at them. Yes, the receipts that's, are made up. that's exactly what's happening. Yeah, that's what's There's happening a, in Nevada because the they Trump is is he raised a red flag in Nevada. And now the reason all the votes are taking so long is because literally they have to verify every single vote and make sure it lines up for it to be actually be counted. That's why it's taking so fucking long. Yeah. Um. But I wanted to look at, at some of the numbers currently. As of November 6th, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Georgia was flipped this morning. Biden is currently holding a 0.1% lead, which translates to about 4,000 votes. But we're already getting word that there will either be a runoff election or a recount or something like that in Georgia. But that's 99% reporting, which, you know, that 1% could still change a whole lot of things. But... That's where he's at right now. Recount. Nevada recount. is a little more. He's leading 22,600 votes currently in Nevada with 87% reporting. So there's still quite a bit that needs to be counted 
in Pennsylvania, which a lot of people have been looking at and was also flipped overnight. He is leading in Pennsylvania with 21, almost 22,000 votes. And he's leading in Arizona with almost 30,000 votes. A lot of people, uh, the Associated Press has already called Arizona for Biden, but I'm noticing a lot of the news sites have not called Arizona for Biden just yet, only because there's 90% reporting and that last 10% could change things up. So we don't know. Hopefully it doesn't. But the big thing that happened was Wisconsin and Michigan. That was the moment we were like, oh shit, he might actually have a chance now. You know what struck me, what is striking me about this particular election, again, with the pandemic and all the layers that added to it and all the, the, uh, the forget <laughs> QAnon for a second and how the Democrats orchestrated a pandemic to work in their favor. Look, I've been a lifelong Democrat. They can't get together in order to fucking lunch together. It, trust me, there's no hierarchy of evil overlords doing any fucking thing. This is the Democrats. <laughs> They're yeah. They're like Persian cats. They lost seats. They're idiots yeah. a lot of times. But the fact that they are, where is this, this information coming from? Because uh, I know we've heard it from Karnacki and others. That the mail-in votes, by and large, are mostly going to be considered or are probably going to be Democratic votes. Is that because the Democratic voter takes the pandemic seriously and stayed away from the poll and took advantage of absentee Voting? That's what. That's because yeah. it, historically, most mail-in ballots have been Democrat. Oh, okay. Um, and also because Trump um, encouraged his base to go vote in person, and yeah. it looks like a lot of them did, and that's why we they think that a lot of these mail-in ballots are Democrats. Okay. Yeah, because they yeah. had the trend was that, you know, the day of there was a lot of Trump votes. And as they're going through these mail-ins, because it was politicized, because people don't want to get COVID, and it was, it was you know... Because, or beating up at the polls. Or beating up at the polls, but just staying away because it, wasn't, it yeah. was not necessary. That's why a lot of them are trending Democratic. I mean... I mean, you look at the people who are working much the so. polls right now, and I'm seeing, like, the MSNBC reporter in the street right now, and he's, you know, they haven't called this yet. And it's very close. And I'm worried about those poll workers. I mean, we're going to... And those poll workers, by the way, um, are from across both party lines. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I'm really worried about those people getting hurt. There's just people doing with guns standing outside the... F- on the both sides. The fucking thing. On both sides. Oh, yeah. And it's like, what the... Why are you bringing a goddamn gun to a polling station? Why are you station? there in the first place? Why are you there in the first place? They're what, taking what care doing? of it there. There, there's there's transparency crazy. in everything that needs to be done. That's what I'm talking about. Is being done inside. We can yeah, see it with the camera on the webcam. <laughs> and where's the mason pepper spray from the police? Yeah. These people have automatic rifles in the streets. Mm-hmm. It's because they're in white. In front of a building that all the doors are glass. <laughs> so there's that. Um, yeah, and this whole, I love the whole stop the count, keep counting, because it's right. like, which right. one do you want us to do? <laughs> it's just, it literally is, just flailing and I have to quote Anderson Cooper here because he said this quote the other day and I was laughing at it for 10 minutes because it was such a strong and visceral metaphor. Um, This was after Trump's press speech that NBC cut away from, but Anderson Cooper said, that is the president of the United States. That is the most powerful person in the world. We see him like an obese turtle on his back, flailing in the hot sun, realizing his time is over. God damn, Anderson, coming out with those metaphors. And then a lot of obese people were like, dude. And I'm like, as a fat person, I'm good with that. I wasn't fat. I, I, 
gonna say I'm as good. a per- fat person i condone it don't I condone care it. yeah don't care it's true did you guys also see this statement from the the uh biden team um that said as we said on july 19th the american people will decide this election and the united states government is perfectly capable of escorting trespass <laughs> trespassers yeah. out of the white house period yeah i was Katia. watching that in the the cnn live stream this morning i was like you better work you fucking bitch mm-hmm. whoever came up with that mm-hmm. andrew bates mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. good for you somebody <laughs> said let's just tell him in no uncertain terms don't start none won't be none and then then the republican correspondent was like that's very aggressive i don't think they should have done that i'm like bitch Mm -mm. four years of tweets from this guy and that that is what is what i know i'm preaching a message of unity here tonight to a certain degree but i'm also going to just say we are not going to agree to disagree you turned into a nazi martha you turned (laughs) into a nazi exactly my neighbor my cousin, my Facebook ex-friend, y'all turned into mm-hmm. Nazis. I ain't going to agree to disagree. With what? Yeah. If you don't have critical thinking skills, and I know the education in this country is abysmal, but like I said, I, I was raised by wolves and I can still discern things. So fuck right the fuck off. We ain't going to be friends. I ain't going to help your ass out. We said, I can't even watch any more Nazi movies anymore and wonder what would happen if we, I already saw what you did. I already saw that you're going to drag somebody out in the street and then turn them on. You're going to call ice on them at they work. No, we saw who you are. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I got an ARIA list that has grown from, I think the first 300 days of this administration, it had about 60 people on it. I was checking today. It's 395 fucking names on my ARIA list. And yeah. I'm checking their names, and when I see their names pop, pop up for any kind of on-screen attention, if they're running for an office, I mean, I'm going to hunt you down. I'm going to tell you what you did, too. Yeah. AOC has also said as much, like, we cannot let these people Mm-mm. get away with the last four Mm-mm. years. They, they just threw Ivan the Terrible in prison when he was, like, 91 years old. They found his ass in Detroit or somewhere, and they threw Ivan the Terrible in fucking prison. Allegedly, I don't know if he's actually, they've actually proved that he was Ivan the Terrible, but, like, I'm just going to tell you what. I'm going to be, like, one of those old Nazi hunters. I ain't going to forget who the fuck you are. Now I know we got to live with old Turtleneck and the closeted Lindsey Graham. And that's why I don't think this election is rigged at all, because who the fuck would want that? I mean, if we're going to be doing, if we're rigging (laughs) elections, man, I'm like, I got a dream team for you right here. Exactly. So I think that probably was, well, we don't want Trump because he's egregious, but we can't let it go too far. So we're going to keep these, uh, we're going to keep Hamler and Goebbels in place. (laughs) You know, we're going to make sure like we can have a little bit of Nazism still in the cabinet. You right. know, and do I you just think they, have Biden, do you think they last though the to the ni- their the next election? I'm sorry, you both were talking at the same time. What was that, Andre? I said you can they you know we can keep Biden and still have the meat sack filled with dark demons in it. You know, I mean, you know, right? What were you gonna say? What was your question? I was just I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they last till the midterms. They might get voted out in the midterms. I think maybe without that distraction, I don't know. I mean. They're gonna they're gonna pull all kinds of fuckery for people not to vote in those old southern states. They're gonna they're gonna obstruct sure. all the things that the new administration is gonna want to do, and the people are gonna need that. Yeah. And in two years, yeah. they're gonna be like, "Fuck off, guys! We need help here." Yeah. It. I was gonna say this earlier. Like, if Biden does pull this off, the first like month or three months or so of his administration is going to be the most crucial which it normally is but especially in this kind of circumstance because that's going to be where he's going to set the tone 
and what he can do, especially with this fucking pandemic that's going on. Mm -hmm. And we reported our highest number of cases today. It's only getting worse, but no one's talking about it because this election is taking forever. But I, I don't know. I think it is a very strong possibility that the American people are going to see that bills and laws that are designed to help them are not getting passed because of Mitch McConnell. See, and that midterm is, is, that's going to be the blue wave. We thought yeah. it was going to happen in 2018. I think it's going to happen in 2022. Like when they see the possibility, they finally see the possibilities yeah. of what could be instead of like, especially never, if we're still never bringing it up. Yeah. Yeah. If we're still in the pandemic by then, I think people, but this is the thing. Like so many people have moved on from this thing and Biden wants to come in and implement something to help us. And I think people are, are going to, are not going to want it because they're over it. They're tired of hearing this thing. They're tired but we of haven't pa- pausing even, their lives for this, you know. We haven't even gone through the winter yet. <coughs> and yeah. this winter is supposed to is supposed to, we're supposed to get hit hard this winter. I think Biden's gonna come in and have some uh national mandates. Yeah. I think he's been working on yeah. this for a while. I think he's got he's a guy who does listen to the the brains around him. He does have brains around him. Um, mm-hmm. He's going to be bringing in some of the old Obama guys, and he's got some old, you know, across the aisle guys. I mean, Biden knows how to put together a team, and he's got Barry um, helping him. So I feel like there's going to be a national yeah. mandate. There's going to be a, a reasonable response. Will it be perfect? No, you're still going to have a bunch of people out there like over, over my getting cold dead hands. And no, all yeah, it's going to be like 2016. The first couple of months of Trump's administration was the Democrats protesting. It's going to be the sure. same thing. Sure. It's just going to be the other way around, you know. But yeah. I can also see a, a world where Joe Biden gives the reins to the uh, the pandemic control to, to Kamala. And that's going to be her thing is to spearhead yeah. that and get yeah. us out of this mess. I can see that happening, too. I, don't, I think no matter what people think that Biden and Kamala Harris are going to do, they're not going to do what you think they're going to do. I don't think they're going to come in and like shit rainbows and a job on your house. But I do think that they're going to yeah. come in and do reasonable things as reasonable answers. And I have to tell you that if they don't. Uh, we're going to be screaming in exactly. their faces because a lot, a lot of this yeah. is so hard won. And then you come in here, if you put your feet up, if you look like you're arrogant, if mm-hmm. you're like making little snarky jokes, if I see you on like fucking Twitter or y'all sitting on the Tonight Show trying to be cool, you're going to get your asses lopped off. That's fine for you to be cool now and your Tim Timberlakes and uh, Tims and whatever running up and down stairs and being fun. But yeah. once we get into the White House, you work for us. You're a goddamn servant of yeah. the people. You're in the people's motherfucking house. Yeah. Act like it. So I want to see a lot of that. I want to see assholes and elbows working for this country yep. to set an example. And then I want to see Trump and every motherfucking person with the last name Trump, except for the, the two or three that affected, go to fucking prison. And to set an example of if you go full Nazi in this country and try an authoritarian coup... Which we mm-hmm. said coup in 2016. This is not a new word to ascribe to this regime. Right. right. If we had to put asses in prison, and I'm not talking about soft prison. I'm talking Levin goddamn fucking worth prison to set an example of you can't come up in here and do this shit right here. They should have impeached uh, fucking Clinton. Oh, they did. They should have removed him. I mean, should have removed his ass. Yep. So there wouldn't be any of this, oh, we're playing partisan nothing. Yep. Mm-hmm. So these are the same motherfuckers who were, were in involved in Clinton. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? It's just like th- this is not going to be a clean victory for anyone, really. It'll just be no. a, a relief. Even one of uh, like Boehner's guys, 
some diehard Republican like um, butt bitch of somebody, I don't know, Republican cabin boy today said, hey, you know, there's a lot of Trump fatigue. And I'm like, y'all can call it Trump fatigue all day long, but I just think y'all pussies. Yeah. I think nobody had any kind of, well, pussy's a pretty tough thing to be. I think y'all were just like little, you know, wimps in the face of this and didn't stand up for anybody. There was no grown-ups well, what, standing up to nobody. What did the attorney general of, uh, was it attorney general? No, uh, um, of uh, Pennsylvania say? It was like, where were you four years ago? Right. It's like, right. it's a little bit too late. Uh, um Lieutenant, uh, Lieutenant, the governor Lieutenant Governor of Pennsylvania. Yeah. Dude, let him run for president. Please let that guy for run for president. He could run for president as a Republican, and I would vote for that dude. Even um, Don't what, be talking down to him, too, because he looks like he, he's like a muscle guy, but then he's got a vocabulary. Yeah. Claire McCaskill said the same thing. Yeah. She was like, no, none of these guys have a backbone. None of them do. I'm sorry. I think I just sort of ranted off into the weeds. Uh, are there any updates about Nevada? I'm seeing like no, we have... Yeah, no updates. Nevada's got 93% of the vote in, right? That's what we're seeing. He's supposed to speak tonight. He's got the stage set up with all those Jeeps and stuff. Yep, he is. Yep, he is going to be. um, Yep, he's speaking tonight. Um, Yeah, I was I was scrolling through Twitter to see if anything happened. Yeah, it's it's a slow night. We're supposed to know Pennsylvania more tomorrow. I think tomorrow morning we'll finally get an answer about Pennsylvania, but don't hold your breath. Are we committing to this? Are we doing a podcast every day until we decide the election? No. No, no, wait. Okay, fine. (laughs) Georgia, um, I've been hearing Sunday at the very latest, but again, it could go until November 12th. We don't know. Gotcha. Um, So it's going to take a while, but I want to know what happens when Biden is called and what Trump is going to do. I want to hear that concession speech because I feel like it's going to be more call to arms than concession speech, honestly. He's going to get his ass dragged out by the park police. That's what it's going to be. I need to see that. I need to see him like in his house coat, his shit skits comes throwing out there and just like black trash (laughs) bags just on a White House lawn. And like the, even Marine One won't pick his ass up. They have to call like an <laughs> the upstairs line window band. goes out and shit just. Yeah, <laughs> Melania has already been gone. She's been gone like a week. Her shit's already like in her new boyfriend house. You yeah. know, like it's just like Baron, just like I don't know who to ride with. Mama left me behind. Who I ride with? And he has to get a ride with the Secret Service to wherever the hell he's gonna live now in Russia. I mean, like I don't know what's gonna go on. Well, do you know the thing no. is, is that I don't know if you saw, but. Deutsche Bank is cutting ties with... Um, yeah, they're calling in all the receipts. Yeah, they're calling in their debts now. It's $340 million. Ugh. And they 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 have been the bank for the oligarchs. So yep. if you take the bank down, if they take down Cyprus and uh, Deutsche Bank, right? They single-handedly funded Trump. Right. So no one else is going to pick up that debt. And if someone else picks up that debt, who's that going to be? And also, I don't know that Putin's got a lot of... What, what Days you, ahead of him, I feel like they're coming for his ass next, right? Or you know, oh, I think Putin is resigning. Is he? What? Um, there were there were reports that Putin is resigning, but the Kremlin denied it. Yeah, I, I don't. I think he knows that someone's got a target on his back, and as soon as they call in his money, his way to bribe people and 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 have all this compromise. Um, and then he, the guy, his opposition guy, he survived the poisoning. I feel like you, you missed and you fucked up. And I think once you dry up the money, 
I think that motherfucker's going to be in a bunker, and then Russia needs to get back to the business of just, like, sitting down and shutting the fuck up and minding your own business because you ain't got nothing to do with nothing. You don't you don't offer up anything under this current regime. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the Russian people. Russian people, I'm down with the Russian people. I'm just talking about that government. That crime family yeah. government. And get that yeah. mafia dude up out of there. I don't know. I feel like some weird shit's going to come, and it's going to be a wave of, like, <gasps> oh, <gasps> Oh, I think I just think this the rest of this next what ten years is going to be a fucking roller coaster because we're in some kind of upheaval. Do you think we're going to see a lot of these strong men that have that have popped up starting to get whittled down, like in Eastern Europe yeah. and in um you know, even like in Norway too? Wasn't it Norway and the yeah. Netherlands or something like that? The Nazis tried it. They were trying to. I mean, the the. They're, they they swung to the, the right, the very far right of their country as well. But I think the answer doesn't need to be more extreme left. No, the extreme left. I'm not trying to be Trump. But, like, going from where we've been to, like, everything should be free. And we should be living in the streets holding each other. I'm like, calm the fuck down and, yeah, and have adult answers to yeah. grown-up, you know, problems. So I feel like if we, our response... Please, if our response is more centrist, where everybody gets a little bit of something out of this, even if it's a baby steps, jobs, you know, come on, we could go win power all day long. We're in there. What in California by twenty thirty two, you can't buy a diesel or a fuel powered car. Yeah, stupid yeah. idea to force it that way, but because there's lots of cars here. But I'm just saying. Put people to work. Look at the look at the new Hummer they just dropped. Right. I mean, this is the biggest, baddest thing, and it's all electric. Now, I don't know, you know, the repercussions down the line. Like, mm -hmm. how do you recycle these things? But I don't think you do. Yeah, it, I think you just build. Yeah, what up. happens to old Teslas? I think you just build. I think you raise the landmass of the world. <laughs> you just keep. <laughs> just build on yeah. top of. Yeah, it. and it's all recycled. Recy yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, things That's could be at. better if we wanted them to be better. It's just a bunch of greed heads have been hanging on to it. And I feel like, yeah, we see what the problem is, but let's go fix that. And people think that it has to be some sort of extreme measure. And I don't think it has to be an extreme measure. I think it's no. like everybody can get what they want. And the people who want extreme things, I mean, you lose. Yeah, nothing, nothing in this country happens extremely. It happens bit by bit. Absolutely. And that's what's that's what's going to happen. That's what it's going to have to be. And it's going to happen after Biden. And if Trump shows his face again in 2024, which there's a strong possibility he might, although that's very early on, we're going to have to get over that again. But I don't know. The important thing is it's we we it looks like we have limited to him to one term, but his his supporters are not getting going away anytime soon. They're not going to be obsolete anytime soon. In fact, they're going to they're going to outlive probably Biden himself. I mean, it is really talking about a virus in this country, not not the only virus that we're dealing with. That's right. Yeah. It's the virus of misinformation. That's and what I'm talking about. Yeah. They've embraced it. Yeah. Yeah. This is completely yeah. something. This is the gift of uh, the oligarchy. This is the gift of Russia. This is a gift of regimes who do this. Misinformation has ru uh, is ruled the day. And people yeah. lap it up. It comes with merch and hats and acceptance, and you get to leave the house, and you get to feel included, and you get to feel like you're part of something. Whereas I just feel like we could do better than this. I do feel like maybe I'm a hopeful, stupid bitch, but I do feel like we can do better than this and and try to understand why these people are falling for this bullshit. 
It's 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 an intelligence issue. I think is it an IQ it's test? An IQ, yeah. I mean, I can't think of I can't I can't think of anything. Even else. the people that I thought were smart who was sitting here telling me, like people in our family yeah. telling us the other day, Oh, you get coronavirus and then you get over it. We have a friend who got it twice. He's fine. I'm like, okay, you know, here's how the virus works. Sometimes that does happen. Uh, and then sometimes you die. And then sometimes you get over it and you're never the same again. And sometimes you you take three months to die. And in some cases you take six months to die. And sometimes you take three days to die. And sometimes you don't get it yourself, but you carry it. You give it to three people in your family and then they all die. Yeah. And then the other people who survived are never the same again. I'm just going to say back to that person, I'm not playing that kind of Russian roulette with my shit. Yeah. I, you know, I'm not going to play. So yeah. wear a mask when and we're around been you the or big, I'm not going to know you has, anymore. And, you that know, has been the, the UK is shut down. I'm sorry. Sorry. What did you say, Andre? Sorry, Ian, what did you say? I said the, the UK is shut yeah, down. How come this person hasn't gone over there and solved that problem? But right. they know everything. Right. It's just, it, you know. Married to a scientist, by the way, this person. Ridiculous. Married to a scientist. Absolutely ridiculous. Engineer. Yeah. Well, yeah, d- Biden needs to get Fauci back up in this. And mm. we, I don't, uh, I honestly don't know what I would do. Because, I mean, if Biden were to institute another lockdown, it would not work. I don't think it's going to, I think lockdown, Yeah, A lockdown compounded with yeah. very angry Trump supporters is not going to happen. No, that's it's not, not going to work. work. I don't think uh, it works I don't think here that's either. Necessary. I, mean, I don't like, think it's necessary. Even here in California, like they they've gone after Gavin Newsom and going, "Yo, dude, stop!" They're trying to limit his powers because he basically fucked Disney. Like Disney had worked it out. Disney went above and beyond. We have a friend who, a very close friend of ours, who works in the upper ranks, and she's telling us all the tea. And they really have they long ago figured it out. This is how we'll socially distance in the parks. This is how we'll do it. And they presented, you know, plan after plan after plan. And they're like, nope. So those 43,000 furloughed turned into what? 26,000, 27,000 laid off. And now they're going to hit the Disney studios. They're going to start laying those people off. What the fuck? So as much as I love living in the state of California, I also see some of this fuckery by some of the tree huggers. And I'm like, guys, you're not helping anybody. What needs to happen is we need to get another relief bill passed I agree. Exactly. people are are fucking struggling we, need we know what we need is a universal fucking income and we could do it in this fucking country we could get there or or let's just get let's just do set, it with the blue senate let's set protocols let's just set what nancy pelosi wanted to do was set osha protocols so yeah. no one will get sued let's just set protocols so at least we know what we're doing right also, let's reinstitute the pandemic control team that Obama instituted and Trump got rid of Thank you. in 2018. Thank you. Let's reinstitute that and get this shit under control so we can get on with our lives. And then you, you guys can go back to fucking your sister without a mask on or with a I don't know what you guys are, how you're fucking your sister these days. But like if you want to go to the Klan rally, you know, you don't have to wear the sheet anymore. You know, you can you can just be yourself in the streets burning crosses out in the atmosphere i guess those are our our outdoor activities those really didn't suffer from the pandemic but whatever nazi shit you were doing you know it'll be over and you can go and scream unfettered in the walmart about your political beliefs or whatever you do in your town yeah you know um small updates um there are about 124.5 thousand votes left to be counted in nevada and they are all from 
Clark County, which, as we know, is a Democratic stronghold. Right. Um, so that is looking good. Allegheny County in Pennsylvania is reporting a little more votes. Uh, Biden is now leading in PA by 27,000 votes. So the margin is slowly increasing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, those are the, the two things that have just come up now. Um, so it's it, this is this is how it's going to be for a couple of days. We're getting bit by bit by bit until we finally get an answer. But I think we get I don't it know. tomorrow. I, I am, you think we get it tomorrow. Yeah. For for what Pennsylvania? No, I think we yeah I think we get Pennsylvania tomorrow and it's it's oh, done tomorrow. Yeah, and they call it tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they don't want there to be clashes in the streets. I mean, half of me agrees with you, and the other half is like watching this sort of build up out there. I don't know. The sooner they get it called, the sooner they can get things moving forward and get things done with. Copy that. Yeah. Yeah. I am both equal parts um, excited and fascinated by this whole process. And also, you know, it's nerve wracking. But yeah, oh, I think we're going to be fine. It's it's going gonna, it's gonna to turn out OK. I, I think it's going to be fine. I think we're going to be what we're going to be. Can you imagine like the, the next for the next uh, world leaders meeting with uh, Biden and all the leaders from uh Europe and Trudeau and all those guys. Guys, I'm just... so sorry about the last four years. Let's <laughs> let me re-enter the Paris Climate Agreement and we'll go from there. There's gonna the, the media around those is just gonna be nuts. Um, sorry, somebody's asking me if I want to go on a walk. Why do you want to go walk at seven o'clock at night in the dark? Uh, no, but I love walking with them. So I, but I can't. Um, I didn't hear anything you guys just said, but I'm sure it was charming. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just yeah. You'll have to listen to the podcast. I'll have to listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I never listen to the podcast. You have to go back and listen. Uh, I don't know if we're committed to this. I mean, I feel like we're going to come back and like cover at least like who gets crowned, you know, queen president, Maybe right? Like at the end of the year or something. Come I feel on, like no. a lot of shit. Everything yeah. like this year, a lot of shit is going to happen in a very small amount of time. Yeah. So we'll probably be here talking about it. Here's what I uh, what we're gonna can we make the announcement now? Should we talk about what's coming? Oh, yeah, let's let's go ahead and talk about it. Uh, we have sort of some bad news and sad news, but it's also good news. Uh, the sad news and the bad news is is that Ashland is coming to an end. We're not getting canceled yes. because um, no one sponsors us. <laughs> uh, we're kind of canceling ourselves. We'll get into the reasons for a minute, a why, but but we're gonna leave the episodes up of the show uh, for mm-hmm. a, a decent a chunk of amount of time to come. We're gonna leave our social media accounts up for a, a little bit. But we kind of like came to this conclusion, uh, at least I think I did before. Maybe you guys did, or maybe all collectively did. Somewhere in the middle of this lockdown, I was just thinking about like the podcast and and how much I love spending time with the three of you. But how we kind of want to. I just want to do something different. I want to. I'm just ready for some change. I think sitting here in my house, there's only so many closets I could clean out, so many cabinets I could clean out, and then you're you're left with your thoughts eventually. And I just got to thinking, you know, uh, I think there's something that the three of us could definitely do as far as a podcast is concerned. But I feel like for Ashland itself, that it's probably time to call it a day. What do you guys think about that? And it's, it, you know, it's hard to, to watch a series. Like, to be honest with you, the only thing I have been able to watch this whole fucking year, and it just happened in the last couple of weeks or the last week, is Lovecraft Country. Mm. I didn't watch the NBA season. Please watch. I didn't watch the um, uh, uh, MLB season. I didn't watch any sports, like a whole football. I think I missed the whole football season too. So, and it's hard, you know, it's hard the to. The Carolina 
Bob Raptors won that. So just like, you know, just binging stuff and being able to talk about it, I, at least for me, it's I can't do well, it. Well, that's right how now. we started. You and I would watch a lot. I would watch a lot of copious amounts of like Netflix and Prime and and Stars and HBO. And I would drag you into it. And I'm like, hey, let's do a podcast like we used to do about Walking Dead. And that's how it got started. And it was fun. Like we'd sit down and we would binge something and we would share our thoughts. And we wanted to know what people thought. And then that's how we got Andre because we had done a couple of podcasts and we invited someone to come on and talk with us. And then we got this amazing. A friend, co-host, and now like family member to me, and uh, and that's been the good thing of it. But then it's like the just the pandemic to twenty twenty it changed everything. Like even though the things that I've been watching, like Lovecraft and uh, Country and Fargo and and um, his Fargo. house, all of these things are amazing shows, and you should watch them. But you really don't need me to tell you to watch shit that is being promoted on Netflix right in front of you. So. Is there a reason for the guide now when we're all at home watching shit? <laughs> Probably right. not. So times have changed, and I thought we should change with the times, and it's, I think, changed for me as a constant. But what do you feel about this, um, the ending of Ashlyn, Andre? How are you feeling? Um, it's an ending but a new beginning. And honestly, um, I think to add on what you guys said about binging and stuff, I think also the landscape of TV is is undergoing a change because of the pandemic. And I think... I mean, honestly, Game of Thrones was the last morsel of event television Yeah. for, you know, our culture. You know, everything now is much more um, compact and, and bingeable. And it's changed. It's certainly changed my my viewing habits. I am. I'm right there with Ian. It's it's very hard for me to watch things these days, yeah. um, not only because I have a lot going on but even the times where i'm not doing anything the last thing i want to do is is well it's not the last thing i want to do but like the idea of like trying to start a new television show that i have to convince myself to be interested in rather than i've heard a lot about this i want to watch it it's it's become very difficult lately yeah um and i think it's literally just because my my brain is is clogged up with so much stuff to do but um yeah i, I don't know but the the one thing that we can say is that um, while it's the end of Ashland podcast, it is not the end of us doing a podcast together. We're all we're not gonna be in, we're not in a murder cult. We're not gonna we're not gonna murder. <laughs> you know, we're not gonna drink some Kool Aid or some shit or not gonna have no. We're not gonna no. have yeah, that's very culty. Yeah, no. Um, no, we're we're in the process of trying to figure out what that next thing is. Um, we're in and I mean, it's very possible it could come next year, sure. but you know, we never know. We never fucking know with with just life anymore, but. We are trying to trying to figure out what what we do next. So we are we are going to be working together in the future, sure. But yeah, I mean, and I was the one that suggested that we keep the episodes up because I it, it is kind of like a time capsule of our friendship because like yeah. from the you can kind of like hear a friendship and a relationship being formed, which I think is really beautiful and yeah. really can cool. Can we say this in front of Andre? Will he be scandalized? We don't really <laughs> know yet. Will he be offended? And now it's like, bitch, what's up? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah. By the way, go over to his YouTube channel when he posts this up, uh, Andre Magalhaes. It's M-A-G-A-L-H-A-E-S uh, on YouTube. Work. Andre's, <laughs> when he puts it up, we sent him a box. It was a box of tchotchkes that I was collecting over a time. And Ian and I put together this package and we were going to give it to him for graduation. Well, graduation got fucked up because... 2020 
And then I just kept collecting weird things. And then I, he got it all today, and it's well worth it's watching. Hilarious. I it cried. Was, was, I teared up. We both teared up. It was like the best <laughs> thing ever. It was like not like giving someone a gift and like really thinking about it when you're putting all that stuff in the box, but yeah. watching them open it up. It's just the best. We just lost our shit over him, like enjoying uh, all the little things that we amassed, which is very funny. You have to watch it. I'm yeah, just, I'm uh, tearing uh, up including a very explicit um stucky mug listen, which is you now ruined become it. you ruined it la 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 <laughs> don't listen spoiler alert he didn't say what you just said he said it was a sweater he got a sweater not anyway. too not no, too some, no it was cool great shit. there was some cool shit they probably you know if you don't watch it okay spoiler alert if you're not gonna watch the video this is what happened do you think i'm actually gonna put that up on my youtube <laughs> you should it was, it was the most beautiful thing ever that was awesome. I might put I it up on Instagram or something. I don't know. Put it up awesome. on Instagram or I can put it up on uh, our Facebook uh, for Ashland because it was the funniest. Oh, there you go. Put it, yeah, but just put it on the Ashland Instagram. Yeah, I so don't you know. Can, you can run the whole thing. So, yeah, it was like there was a lot of little things I was amassing for you to go, oh, you graduated. Here's a cool little package. And it was going to be like a, you know, just sort of yeah. marking that time and. And it's it's also, yeah, it, it it's things that we experienced together was right. in that box. Yeah. You know, so it was, it was, you know, it is a time capsule. There was Game of Thrones yeah. stuff. Um, there was some, there's, there's, there's other things that will trickle in. It's not over because I'm still waiting for something. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have to deal with this <laughs> mafia guy in Latvia. Um, anyway, so, but like we wanted to like just mark that time for you. And then it became like this running joke of you're not getting chit. And, uh, but the, the, Every gift package in my history has had to have the gift. And mm -hmm. um, you introduced me to Stucky fanfic. I did not know that Steve and Bucky... I remember watching all of the the Marvel shows that you told me to watch Marvel. I thought Marvel was DC. We had to work that out because I don't know how <laughs> right, shit works. Right. And then I watched all of it backwards and got the entire series reverse spoiled for myself because mm -hmm. that's what I do. And um, I didn't know who Bucky was at the end of Wakanda, you know, at the end of that whole Black Panther. I'm like, who's this long-haired bitch with one arm? And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then as I was watching backwards and I got to Winter Soldier, I'm like, are they feeling each other? And I thought I had discovered something. And on the podcast uh, that we were doing about that, I'm like, I think they're into each other. And you're like, there's a whole fucking thing about. <laughs> it was a Captain America podcast episode. Yeah. And, and I, had I was no, like, girl, yeah, I, I thought I had discovered thing. it. And you were just like, oh, look at her. Look at her try. And um. <laughs> So we have this long history of me discovering what Stucky is and then reading this really intense fanfic link that you sent to me. And I was like, what's happening? And then um, I was looking for the gift to top this off because you're missing two pieces of this that you'll get later. Um, probably when you're married. It'll be on your wedding day. Um, <laughs> it's taken a while. But I, I found this cup by this designer at Society6. And it's it's uh, it's Stucky. It's it's. Bucky's on top of Steve, and they're in bed, and there's flowing hair, and there's a sheet, and it's very racy. And yes. what touched me about this is that I knew your household situation, that you would not be able to drink out of this cup <laughs> where you live right now. It's way yes. too much for your grandma. She will talk about sh you shitting on her ashes again or uh, some yeah. other fucking <laughs> Portuguese right. fucking curse or some shit. And so I got you a safer cup, which was an Alexis Rose cup, which was like, I love the journey for me. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's the story <laughs> uh, uh, behind that. So 
Yeah, yeah. But, but I just, I just, I'm like, it was perfect because when you open it, you open everything in the box, and that's the last thing because that's the thing yeah. that I was like, oh my god, he's he's gonna open the Society Six Cup last. The look on your face, I just was pissing myself and crying yeah. at the same yeah. time because it was. And so then you can you can also see me um, mistake. Yarn packaging or <laughs> well, decoration. It was very confusing. Like nobody I know does that. I just found a big <laughs> ball of yarn I was gonna donate, and I like, I got it brand new. I never touched it. It's been sitting like basically in this corner this entire time, and I used it so it wouldn't get bumped around. That was hilarious. And you were spending you. a good like five minutes going, "What is this for? I feel dumb. What do I need this for?" The tag like, confused me. The tag was the thing that confused me because yeah, I was like, <laughs> "This is something." <laughs> And then I opened the next I box I and there was more of the yarn in the coffee mug. You're I'm like, it's just packaging. <laughs> You're just pulling it apart. And I'm like, like I thought there was something in the middle. Like You look like a big cat, like a very confused cat. Like, I don't know what's going on here. So it's the most priceless thing uh, I've seen you do. But yeah, going back to the, we've, we've talked about a lot of great things. I've enjoyed every fucking second of working on this with you guys. I think we have mm. a couple more podcasts in us, uh, episodes on this podcast to talk about the election and wrap it out. So this is not the farewell and last episode. We'll y- let you know when we're there. Um, but I do see the three of us working together. We've been bubbling up some ideas. And neither one of these guys like my idea of um, <laughs> just reading recipes. I was just going to do an entire podcast of me reading recipes and accents that, that didn't seem to fly. And then uh, there was another podcast uh, idea I had called What You Doing, where we literally get on here and just go, What You Doing Right Now? But then I realized that's what we've been doing for the past year <laughs> on this podcast. So that didn't Basically. work out. Uh, I kid. We're going to come back with something that um, that suits us and fits and um, we're not going anywhere. We just need to see what that is and go away and dream it up. And I feel like like the rest of the country and the world even, we just need to go take a real fucking break and decide who the hell we're going to be because yeah, it's been exhausting. It's just yeah. been fucking exhausting. Got to get back this to This next podcast dream. will also be a little more produced than what you're used to. <laughs> so <laughs> We might actually even have a that. theme. Yeah, some music. Yeah, we might have uh, all that show worked out. We got we to gotta do this properly. So Yeah. So we that's We do have the a plan. composer on the fucking podcast for christ's sake uh and a, and two writers <laughs> we're like right <laughs> schmite let's just wing this bitch uh right, but we have we have talked about so many fucking things on this podcast yes like a whole lot which is why we want to keep it up we want to keep the episodes up yeah. but yeah because it is it is it's it's something a lot it's of sharing something. a lot of oversharing uh, a lot of people. I think our last episode, uh, our last episode should be like a not. It's not a clip show, but like talking about our favorite episodes, like my personal favorite, the garbage truck serial killer episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. We I or um, Aria in the prison camp with the rats. That was also a favorite. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, and then there was yeah. one before you came along that was just kind of a garbage fire that we left up. We'll talk about that one. Yeah, I like that. Let's do a clip show. Yeah, and we'll cry, fun. and and there'll be an outgoing theme. No, maybe probably not. Um, yeah, so it's not the the end at the very very last. We would call this one maybe the Abbey, not the Martini, but the Abbey. I feel like we have two more in us, and then we'll say um, good night on Ashland. But uh, yeah, this election, I don't know what to make of it. I don't know what's going to happen. I feel better knowing that Biden's going to 
probably take it. But I really do worry about our country and the violence that's going to erupt. Um, or it might be just like elects, it might be elected. like you know um, what was that Y two K and nothing nothing happens. I don't know Y two K depended upon like your lights not working and uh, <laughs> clocks not functioning. We got some fucking neckbeards in the streets yeah. like armed to the teeth with like automatic weapons. So. I see your point, but I'm also a little bit more afraid of those fucktards just standing out there in the street, like ready to blow shit to kingdom come. So, yeah, next couple of days will definitely be something. Um, oh Lord. But yeah, all I can say is like, if you're feeling particularly anxious, I know it's very hard, but the doom scrolling must stop. Yes. you probably need to take a break. We've all been glued to the to the. The, you know, I sent you the TikTok about how the news anchors are not part of our family. Like yes. they'll be getting like postcards. They've seen us naked. They've seen us everything. Like we've eaten meals with them. Like <laughs> we need to take a little break from them, you know? Yeah. And so, I gotta tell you, rewatching Shit's Creek right now, I don't, what your, whatever your jam is. I mean, I can make some recommendations since we are allegedly a, a, a recommendation show. If you want to escape from this entirely, but also still be reminded of where we are in our place of history and you want something that feels like Watchmen, also, watch Watchmen. Uh, if you come off a of Watchmen, you're like, I need more of that. Watch Lovecraft Country, uh, which also talks about uh, blackness in America, but it's so beautifully done because it snatches up and owns and sits in and lives in and encapsulates and takes back for the first time or captures for the first time the genre of um, fantasy and lore yeah. and horror, and it's owned by black voices while also embracing the the shit of our past. I can't say enough about Lovecraft it's, Country. It's probably my favorite show. Right Beautifully now. done. Uh, we can't wait for next season. My God, every episode feels like a movie. Uh, it's so, so well produced. Can't say enough. Fargo season four, uh, starring Chris Rock of all people. Uh, I can't say enough about what good TV that is. Again, these are heavy, heavy shows. But if you're like wanting to like still escape into another world. But still, not forget about this one. Awesome! It's like heavy shits going on right now. Heavy shits it, it going on. Really, I think matches the time. And we're then in. his house. Oh, also very, very heavy. It's a movie. It's on Netflix. Watch it. But if you just say fuck all that, I want an escape, Lisa. Well, this is what I got for you, uh, Martha, jo- Jim, Bob, whoever's asking this question. Um, you gotta just get back into Shit's Creek and watch it and watch it from stem to tail. Just watch the whole fucking thing. It's an uplifting thing. I think you should also watch, uh, what was I thinking? Oh, The Queen's Gambit. Can't say enough about this. Oh, it's yeah. a fictional Ooh. story, but it feels so true. This lead actress, she blows me away. I can't stop looking at her face. The chess is real, like Mr. Robot. The chess and the chess games that they reference mm-hmm. are real. Uh, there's a Harry Potter alumni in there. Don't think about J.K. Rowling, but you'll love this guy. Uh, Dursley's in there. And you're like, what? That's Dursley? He's getting, he's having the sex? It's so happening. Um that's a really great escapism um, thing to watch. What else have we been watching recently that I was just like, oh my god! So I'm trying. I'm getting back into my binge watching. I just don't have to turn it in as homework like I used to. But you know, if you <laughs> right. need some recommendations, just DM me and I'll I'll tell you what to watch. Some good shit out there. Um, I am I am uh, currently getting back into the Mandalorian. I know you guys don't mm. like the Mandalorian, but no, new I'm gonna go back and revisit it. For that. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and revisit it and stop talking shit about it because everybody loves <laughs> it, and I was just a curmudgeon. Baby Yoda is gonna save us once again. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's very it's 
I, I used to shit on it a little bit last year when it came out because I was like, you know, I just wish there was a little bit more to it. But now, like, it's just so simple that I'm just like, fucking finally, this is just exactly what I need. Yeah. So, yeah, go go check out uh, The Mandalorian. Also, this completely flew past us because we weren't doing podcasts around it. But, um, oh, well, we were going to do a podcast about it, but we decided not to. But Haunting a Bly Manor, yeah. go watch that. Oh, yeah. I loved it um very spooky they're also not super heavy either depending on your read of it but it's worth a watch definitely if you liked haunting of hill house you're gonna you're gonna love haunting of blight manor i will argue argue that it, it pales in comparison to haunting of hill house who never really got to talk about it i know you loved the writing i love the writing more on hill house but i appreciated the writing on Bly. yeah i think it was the too. last three episodes for Bly to me that just killed me that was amazing that just did amazing shit that a show doesn't normally do, like delve mm-hmm. into lore and really unlock it. Oh my God, that's yeah. what I loved about Bly. Those last three episodes, I was a snore fest for me up until then. I couldn't tell why. Or maybe I was watching it distractedly. But yeah. Oh, and also the weirdest thing to be watching right now. You're not going to believe it, but sometimes taking a little bit of the poison takes the sting of the poison away. So we've been watching season four of Mr. Robot. If you flip out of Mr. Robot and you just turn on MSNBC or CNN or Fox News or whatever you're watching, it's almost like you're just still watching the show. <laughs> Mr. Robot, um, yeah. So you're watching season four and season five. So I have to say Mr. Robot season four so far, I'm sticking in. I'm yeah. still kind of bracing myself for the fact that um, it didn't stick the landing for me, even though Sam insists that he did. But we'll see. Um, so, Yeah. That's our recommendations. Could you came here for those? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. This episode went all over the place. But yeah. Yeah. Of course. We're just going to hang in there and, and keep our ear to the ground, but hopefully not too much that we get stressed out. But yeah. So I think, we, yeah, I think we said maybe one or two episodes left in us and then that'll be it for Ashland. Yeah. Are you going to take us on out of here tonight? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, Stay healthy, drink water, all that good stuff. We love you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.